CFYLP is sponsored by CapturedPrey.com. Visit CapturedPrey.com today for all your import and third-party Transformers needs and save even more through the Captured Prey Loyalty Program. You can also save on shipping on domestic orders of $150 or more. See website for details. CapturedPrey.com. Great toys, great prices, great service. In a cold, far away world, a battle is raging between evil and good. From the stones, Perceptia here. Welcome to Transformers for your listening pleasure. TFYLP for short. Join us and discuss the latest in Transformers fandom. Now, where did I put that chorus star? Ratchet, if you'll take the chorus star. Transformers! Hello, everyone, and welcome to TFYLP, episode number 286, recorded April 28th. 2018. I am your host, Drawn Land, aka Weird Wolf. Along with me this evening is Jim Black. Staring at you awkwardly. <laughs> I think his his mic doesn't work. It should. Oh, now it is. <laughs> no. Hello. Headmaster Dawn. Hey everybody. He's blinding us with the top of his head. Oh, oh, pot kettle black, Duran. Jeez. I'm not bald. I'm just beautiful. Well, that's two lies right there in a row. <laughs> also, that's just like I don't have a dad bod, I have a father figure. <laughs> and that voice you hear is from Rick Alvarez. Three rings for the elven kings under the sky. Seven for the dwarf lords in their halls of stone. Nine for mortal men doomed to die. One for the dark lord on his dark throne. In the land of Mordor where the shadows lie. One ring to rule them all. One ring to find them. One ring to bring them all and in the darkness bind them. In the, lore, in the land of Mordor where the shadows lie. And then Jon Snow shows up and kills everyone. Yeah. Thank you, Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin. And it was at that moment the Roman Reigns music hit. That was an epic soundtrack to Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Loved it. I have yet I have yet to see Ragnar Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. I just well I think I it was the best had, one. I haven't had a chance. I just I think it's well, the best it's, one. It's pretty good and so is Black Panther and I meant to go see Black Panther before, but I, I haven't seen Avengers either, so I'm not. I'm sort of way behind on my Marvel movies. I just haven't had a chance to lately. Yeah, you kind of got to see both of those before uh, before you see Avengers. Absolutely. Going to see you know what really tomorrow. grinds my gears? Spoilers. I took my daughter to the movie theater today to go see this Avengers movie. Now I'd already seen it, so I I knew that you know she could handle the, the graphic nature of certain scenes. And, uh, you know, we were running late, so I had to buy some food there. I bought a hot dog, one for her, Good one for Lord. me. $17. For two hot dogs. For two hot dogs. I, I got you beat. I got, I got you. no, 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 listen to the whole thing. I got a box of candy, 
the Pocky, the Pocky Sticks, two hot dogs, and the Thanos cup. It's the cup with a naked Thanos on top. Twenty-seven sixty. Lord, it's highway robbery. I remember I went to a uh, inaugural season uh, Devil Rays game um, down in Tampa Bay back in I think it was '98, which was their first season, uh, and I flagged down one of the vendors because I wanted a foot long hot dog, you know, and he uh, I asked how much it was before he handed it to me, and he said he said fifteen dollars. I said it's a goddamn hot dog. <laughs> Just like that, it's like I'm yeah, like it's a hot paying, dog. You're paying for that guy to bring it to you. Yeah. Well, they were still like fifteen dollars at the concession stand too, because that was my thinking. I'm like, well, I'll wait till you know between innings, and I'll go to the concession concession stand. And I went to the concession stand, and it's about the same there too. So I'm like, you, you know, I understand they got to make their money somehow, but you know, you're already paying, you know, god awful That's money right. just to get into the into the ball ball field you know um but gosh that was 20 years ago 20 years ago dude (sighs) i feel so old as if i didn't already feel old enough you know as a collector you know i mean and we were talking the other day during a pre-record uh and christian was on and he's he's like yeah i was like eight when armada came or 11 when armada came out and i'm like God, your core audience. Oh. Well, I can do one better. I can do one better. I, you were I, an adult it, when G one came out. Yeah, those uh, those that follow me on Twitter, I was at a couple of used toy stores today. I did a Periscope for the first one uh, called uh, uh, Frank's Cool Stuff, and it's a small store in, in Roanoke. And I was up there visiting friends. With said, "Wow." All the stuff I grew up with is now called vintage. And I said, imagine how I feel. But yeah, we, but- we had a discussion on that here, here a while back about, you know, what is considered vintage and what yeah. is considered, you know, yeah, it's to, to me personally, I think anything that is 15 years or older uh, should be considered vintage. Uh, but, you know, that... Go back and watch that episode. It was a big argument. God damn it. What'd you do no, now? No, with, with with cars, isn't it considered 25 years? What's wrong, Rick? Something like that. I opened a beer. I put it on the counter. I grabbed my stuff, and I came into the basement, and I left the beer upstairs. For your children to grab it. And now my wife is going to find it, and she's going to know I was breaking my diet. R-U-N, beer run. Is one beer actually breaking your diet? Just... I mean, well, See, I don't do you have time to run and get it? How long will it take you to run and get it? I, I don't know. Run and get it. Minutes. We will and save you. You know how big my house is. Man code. All right. I'm enacting man code. <laughs> I think we can, I think we can handle this. So Don, After tell us, tell us some uh, stories. Right what, uh, what transformers did you find in this uh, uh, toy store you went into? Well, uh, the first one, uh, Frank's Cool Stuff, uh, I found he didn't have a lot of Transformers there, but it's, it's, it's a smaller store. The short version is they used to be at a flea market across the street where they had a space that was three times the size of the building they're in now, mm. but the building was condemned. Oh. And they had one day to get all their stuff out. Oh. So, and this, and this, this, was, this was about two years ago. It's like, hello, so, short notice? <laughs> yeah. So basically, 
I guess he found, I don't know, but I guess he found the first place he could afford to get set back up. And it's a very small shop. It's, it's like, it's like a little strip mall. So you can imagine like a little, little small strip mall be one of those kind of shops. But I did see uh, a lot of Gundam kits. Uh, Transformers wasn't a lot of Transformers, but they did have the uh, Takara animated leader class Megatron which I had forgotten how beautiful that figure is in the Takara paint job. The American version is, is no slouch either. The American version is no slouch, but with all the extra paint and detailing on the, on the animated version, but that was a hundred dollars. So, you know, that I love that figure, but that was one of the figures that would like stay in the box. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, that would, I was a little, little too pricey for me. Uh, but there was a lot of Gundam figures. Um, I was telling the guys pre-show, they did have the last of the Sailor Moon transformation wands that I needed for the, for the set on that. Um, they had original series Garbage Pail Kids, Series oh, 5. wow. Yeah, ri- original series on that. Uh, the second place we went to was called The Basement. And uh, they had tons of Transformers, a lot of Beast Machines that I sort of ignored, obviously. Um they had Pepsi Prime. They had a lot of the robots in disguise, like Prowl and all that, uh, in really good shape in there. Had a Swamper from Toy World on the shelf. Um, wow, that's, that's saw, vague. <laughs> or not vague, but random. Random. But uh, so, some of the non-Transformer stuff, I saw a lot of box G.I. Joe, like a box Cobra Bug, which he said oh, was complete. Nice. Uh, a... Cobra Mountain play. I'm not familiar with with that. The Cobra Mountain playset. It's from Spy Troops. Okay, uh, complete one of those. Um, he had uh, from if you know Silverhawks, he had a Hot Wing, which is from that last wave of Silverhawks. You know, I was, I was, character in the world. I loved that TV show, but I, I didn't care for the toys at all. You know, kind of like Thundercats. Silverhawks was a great show, a great toy line, but when you really break it down. It was so racist. <laughs> what about cowboys? Because the only <laughs> black guy on Silverhawks was called Hot Wings. But no, but also he was one of the coolest because he knew magic, and he could make. And he was just, and he was just really super powerful. But yeah, unfortunately, the chrome was faded, and it was the wrong Hulk with him. So I, I didn't pick that up. But there was a, I mean, there was a lot of stuff there. Uh, just. He he he, and if you know like classic to- building toys, he had in his private collection several boxed complete robotics sets. Nice. And if you remember robotics, those were the stuff. And he had several box sets that was in his pro- in his personal collection on display, immaculate boxes. And you remember, if you remember robotics, they had these great graphics, these really great looking boxes, and they were immaculate boxes, very little wear and tear. So there's that. Um, but I, I really didn't pick up that much, uh, just because like I wanted the Pepsi prime, but that was a little more than I wanted to put into it. I wanted the Megatron, but that was just stick in the box because it's, it's so pretty in robot mode. I really didn't want to take it out of the box, but, uh, it definitely, definitely was a, ni- a nice, and, uh, just a nice toy crawl, you know, something I haven't had a chance to do in a long time. Nice. You know, I go on a vacation here in a couple months and, uh, uh, actually going to be kind of over in that neck of the woods, uh, looking to go to Virginia Beach and then Washington, D.C., and then kind of uh, 
curl back. And it, it, you know, it's going to be nice to actually have a vacation that's not transformer related for the first time and in well over a decade for yeah. for me personally. But one thing uh, about but, Virginia Beach, if you've not been to Iran, now it may have changed. I've been to DC, Virginia. but I've never been to Virginia okay. Beach. Unless unless the city has changed, the one thing about Virginia Beach is I was there many years ago for KatsuCon, which is an anime convention. But it's been years since I've been there. The one thing about Virginia Beach is when you when you're traveling and you see the sign for the exit, you're passing the exit. They hmm. don't have the sign before it. The sign for your exit is at the exit. So, again, this was before GPS when I was still using a Ram and Anley Road Atlas yeah. to travel. I'm, I'm going to be using using the handy-dandy Google v, uh, you know, yeah. GPS. So, hopefully, but I, but I mean, you know, that, that will be. That... And we're, we've, we've actually got our hotel booked at both places. Um, and from what, I, from what I understand, the hotel that we have booked in D.C., we're going to be there for, I think, two days. Uh, and we're going to be in Virginia Beach for three and then D.C. for two. Uh, and the hotel we have there is overlooking the White House, the Washington. It's, it's in Arlington, just across the Potomac. Uh, but from where from our hotel, we should be able to see the White House and all that stuff. And I'm kind of excited. This will be the first time I'll be back in D.C. since uh, just before uh, September 11th. Last time I was in D.C. was like two months before September 11th. Uh, 2001 so yeah it's it's going to be a, a nice little trip and then I, i'm I'm kind of looking forward to the beach i know it'll be crowded but um also wanting to see the uh the isn't the naval museum there in uh, virginia beach if you go there, to the uh, air and space museum i believe they still have the transformers exhibit i set up really yeah if you go you see to where they filmed revenge of the fallen and you see the jet fire there's a transformer exhibit that I got to set up there at the Smithsonian at the, at the air and space museum. And oh. the toys there came from my collection. And they actually say, um, donated from Jay Alvarez. Nice. In in the actual case. And, Sweet. um, yeah. So I got to go in there after the Smithsonian had closed and we were there till four thirty in the morning. So I got to run around all the exhibits. <laughs> and I got to, uh, I got to touch the Blackbird. I got to touch the Enterprise, oh, like the space shuttle question. Enterprise. And what was it like when the Transformers and the other items in the museum came to life in the after hours? <laughs> so, <laughs> so one of the cool things I got to do at night of the museum was I got to handle all the props. And this was, this was like, I had been at Hasbro for like maybe four months, four or five months, and they're like, "Hey, listen, everyone's going to the premiere in Los Angeles." Except you. And you're like, oh. oh, we're flying you down to DC. You got to do this thing. You got to set up this movie, this movie display thing. I'm like, ah, oh. so I don't get to go. But they did fly me down first class, which was nice. That is nice. Yeah, I mean, it was like it was like 8 a.m. So it was like, uh, I guess it's too early to drink. Technically, I was working. So <laughs> I asked. I asked the live viewers, "How we look and sound?" Benjamin Yoon comes back and says, "Handsome." <laughs> I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> what What podcast are you watching? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So anyway, I got my beer, guys. Um, tonight's. Uh, I thought tonight's you. Was, was, I thought you were going to say you got your beer gut. I'm like, yeah. don't we all? Um, you. I got my beer. Uh, tonight is Chocolate Bock by Sam Adams. It's uh, smooth, rich, and dark. 
Yeah, and you oh could have, you could have, you could oh have had a nice refreshing Zima. <laughs> and for uh, for those wondering, I uh, unfortunately had a technical difficulty with my beard, and um, uh, the doctors have assured me it will grow back. So, I, I'm I'm doing my diabetes proud tonight and doing doing the water thing. So, but you know, let, let's uh, let's kind of move things along here. Uh, as you can see, we are broadcasting live. I'm uh, using the new mixer. Hopefully everything sounds good. Uh, I'm showing a good uh, throughput on the actual broadcast. CPU usage is way down. Uh, looking good. And this is on the old computer. I, I, I'm really excited whenever we get to the new computer. Uh, but uh, the, this, this, this seems really, really, really fun uh, to be able to be live again. Um, well, just remember, if the new computer says, do you want to play a game? You say no. No. <laughs> I will be able to play some war games with it because it is going to be a beast. A beast. Um, but. So uh, it'd be Beast Wars? Maybe. Yes. <laughs> uh, but uh, a little editor's note. I will not be able able to be on next week. Uh, therefore, we will have to use one of the pre-recorded episodes. Uh, the pre-recorded episode that uh, I have scheduled to go up next week will be dealing with negativity in the fandom. I know it's a, a, to a topic that we've kind of touched... Well, actually, we've, we've touched on it before, but I think we went a different spin with it. Plus, we had uh, a few new people on the cast, so uh, it was good to have their perspective. And every so often, it's it's a good idea to... Uh, to revisit topics, especially such as that one, because in this fandom, uh, it's very easy to get dragged down uh, by just simply going onto the forums or going onto the onto the Facebook groups and and reading comments that some people uh, post. And you know, you'd think that in a hobby where uh, you know it's it's something that we enjoy, you know, it's. There's a lot of people out there that apparently don't enjoy the hobby because they bitch, moan, and complain complain about everything. And it and it's easy to get brought down about that. It's easy to get brought down uh, with uh, other people uh, who uh, are negative toward you uh, or people in general that uh, that collect. And we're going to be talking a little bit about that. So hopefully you guys will enjoy that episode. Uh, but I won't be able to be on next week. I'm going to be doing some uh, family things. Uh, I got another one actually in the can that was going to be that episode. But um, I was reading some comments on, on one of our listeners' uh, page the other day. And and it really touched me. And I'm like, you know, I think that's really pertinent. And I, I, I think it'll help uh, a lot. Uh, not just with uh, with uh, with her, but uh, with with a lot of people as well. It, it it even helped me because there's times that I'll get down, and uh, you know I there's times I'm like, why the hell do I do this? You know, uh, then I then I then I remember and and go right back at it. Um, I mean, you know, it's you know not not to dwell on this too much, take take away from the thing, but there is a lot of toxicity in many fandoms transformers yeah. is not immune to it definitely yeah it's not it's I, I would like to think maybe we're in slightly better shape than some other fandoms that i've seen you know through my own things other things that i collect 
I'm not. I'm a fan of a lot of things, but I'm not in those fandoms like I am with Transformers. But I see a lot of the toxicity, and that's something that I think we really don't need. And it's it's just something that that you need to try to keep keep a lid on because well, there, you're not going to avoid it, and that's no. that's the bottom line. And we even state that in the episode. Uh, but there are ways to deal uh, deal with it, and uh, we mainly look at. Uh, different ways of just dealing with it, you know, not just, you know, I don't know. I can't deal with it right now. Yeah. You know, don't, don't, don't be an ultra Magnus. Don't, don't, don't not deal with it right now. Um, so speaking of negativity, how do you deal with it, Jim? Well, how do I deal with negativity? Uh, I usually, uh, just put your head in the sand and, well, no. Oh. <laughs> uh, dealing with negativity, one one outlet would be these little these little plastic uh, collectibles, uh, transformers, uh, such as this. Uh, but what if the negativity plants, uh, is is directed at those or directed at you for those? Oh, yeah, and that's the whole point of the episode. So this is a form of a uh, kind of escapism from that, you know. And you know, I, I if if there's if there's one that I'm really wanting to mess with, but I don't have yet, I might be able to find it at uh, capturedprey.com. Mm, indeed great toys great prices great service absolutely uh also if you love what we do uh help us continue uh each month it hel- it helps us whenever you visit our patreon page at patreon.com slash tfylp uh and sign up for uh, our monthly uh patreon um it helps us do upgrades it's helping pay for the computer that's replacing this one that's almost 10 years old that i'm on um it helps us get new equipment, helps us pay the the, the cable bill, because I've got to have a good streaming internet to get this great-looking video that's out right now. Because, you know, for the longest time, I thought maybe it was just that I had shit internet. And no, it was my shit computer. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, it really helps us and uh, uh, makes the show better uh, through our fans. And if it weren't for you... Uh, we wouldn't even be here. This show is is for the fans. Uh, that's why we continue to do it each week. Um, you know, we've been around since 2010, so we're we're almost 10 years old. You know, that's 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 a cool thing to say uh, as a podcast. You know, 10 years ago or eight years ago, nine years ago, however long it was. Uh, you know, it'd be nine years in in October. So yeah. I would have never dreamed that TFYLP would have come this far. Well, uh, this podcast or what would become TFYLP would have come this far. And I, I'm I'm really happy that we continue to serve the fans and um, that you guys enjoy our show each week. Uh, and the that's the number one way to support us is go through our Patreon at patreon.com slash TFYLP. And the second way to do it is to subscribe and like uh, no matter where you are uh, with uh, the way you consume the show, whether it be through iTunes or Google Play or even here on YouTube, be sure to subscribe and like us and tell other people that you like TFYLP. And where did Jim Black go? He just like disappeared. Speaking of shit internet, <laughs> let me try to get him back. Let's see here. Jim, come back. Come back, Jim. We would like you to come back. Come back. 
I bet his computer went kaput. Or a tornado hit. One of them. Probably the, a tornado. One or of the Velociraptors. Well, he's not answering. So hopefully. Well, let's see here. He Should just we call missed. the police? Or? You, you guys all froze and the call dropped. Nope, we're still going. It's just you, Jim. Just tell him he's an asshole. Yeah. It's just you, Jim. <laughs> we're still here. So, um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, tonight's episode. What are we, we going to do tonight? What are we talking uh, actually, about? Actually, actually, that's what I was getting ready to get into until Jim so, uh, so eloquently just dropped away. Um, but uh, tonight we're going to be doing a little something different. I, I don't think we've ever actually done this on the show. Uh, Rick has gotten several topics and has thrown them into a hat or a jar or something. And what we're going to do is draw those topics out uh and we're going to kind of round table each one of those topics i, th I think you're over explaining it they're not so much topics as general questions okay general questions so i'm using random.org and uh let me just uh okay so here's our first question okay one character must disappear forever. Grimlock, Ratchet, or Soundwave? Lord. Mm. I'm, I'm going to go with Ratchet because out you of all... You Yeah, but the thing is, is in the Transformers lore, I just I can imagine Transformers without Ratchet, but I cannot imagine Transformers without Grimlock or Soundwave. But Ratchet has been more prominent in Transformers than both those characters. You think? Well, Ratchet was in G1. He was in, in four movies. He was unanimated. He yeah. was a main character on animated. He was a main character on Prime. But he doesn't have a Hallmark ornament. Grimlock does. And Soundwave does now. Is that your year. basis for no. judging? No. I'm just, I'm just talking about... How many how many Grimlock fans do you think are out there, and how many Ratchet fans do you think are out there? How many Soundwave fans do you think are out there? I think I think the latter two. Uh, I, I think Ratchet just falls way way behind. Ratchet is a second or third tier character, and I think I think I think uh, I think Grimlock and Soundwave are more first tier. That's my opinion. In the Binder of Revelation, uh, Grimlock was a Tier 3 character, and so was Soundwave. Ratchet was Tier 2. We're very far apart on this. Hmm. On uh, apparently uh, not. Apparently not, because the listeners are all saying Ratchet as well. Don, you're, you're a person that has some kind of common sense. I'm actually going to say Soundwave. What? And that's why he has common sense. Because and 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 the reason is that I think Soundwave's role over the years has become a lot more out of proportion as to what he actually contributed. Exactly. On, on, I mean, in the comics was one was one variation. Again, I'm I'm not talking IDW because I'm not reading it, but I think he's just become 
a figure that's given a lot more importance than what he's actually pulled off. And again, they can always kill off Soundwave and then come back with new Soundwave or whatever the case. If they wanted to follow, so, I mean, they, could, they could always do that. But I would like to see Soundwave, I don't know, retire to a farm upstate New York and get a new communication. And then this new it'd be kind of like the Optimus Rodimus kind of dynamic. He's like Soundwave's protege that no one ever, no one ever really looked at because you've got Soundwave and now Soundwave is dead. So you've got a protege that no one even really worked with. Maybe like a Decepticon equivalent of Hubcap because Hubcap was like a communications officer for the Autobots, but he didn't do his job. This would be a guy who was trying to do this job but it was like it was always sound wave this, sound wave that. Now you have a new character coming in, and we see him go through this level of progression, becoming this in this important position of controlling Decepticon communications. And we call him Soundbite. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure that it can be. But yeah, I mean, it's not that, not that I don't hate Soundwave. I just think his aura of mystique has become bigger than what he's actually contributed to the Decepticon calls. Again, not counting IDW because I haven't read that, so I don't know. But that's that's <laughs> Don. I, all right, uh, Don. Uh, listener Danny Vestal says here in the in the in the YouTube chat, uh, Soundwave and Grimlock too iconic. Soundwave has too many connected to him. Forget that. So you're saying Ravage, Laserbeak, Rumble, go away? Really? Come on, bro. Well, no, 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 no. no you, just no. Said, you just said Soundwave. You said one character. Yeah, I know, but but yeah. by doing away with that one character, you're, you're, you can also listen, those but, characters were not but, are not always connected to him. And that's also part of the new dynamic is you have this new character who is now basically in charge of these cassette characters. And you've got a whole new dynamic going on there, where these the where Ravage and the rest of the cassettes have to get used to this new communications commander, and this new communications commander is like, I don't know what to do with these guys. You've been talking about cassettes. Move on. Yeah, or there, or or the basic maybe the new guy is some kind of. I'm going to call him a ham radio. I don't know what else. I'm just saying, right. and then you can reformat the cassettes into something more modern to go with this new guy. But again, you've got storytelling potential there. A new guy coming in, no one even really bothered paying attention to because there was always Soundwave was there. Now Soundwave is gone, sure. and now the cassettes have to work with this new guy as well. And I think, so, there's, a lot, I think there's a lot of storytelling potential there. So here's what I'm going to say, Don. You're stuck in the past. You're stuck in the past because Soundwave is not about the tapes. That is an aspect that happened in G1. Right. Well, I'm I'm just saying. Right. So, I mean, to me, that is about, Soundwave. I, there yeah, I'm is saying no I'm saying the cassette so Soundwave are tied so together. You would have to. You would have in order and for good storytelling. You would have to acknowledge the cassettes as part of this new dynamic. Otherwise, they would just be like, "Oh, what about the cassettes? They're on vacation for the next." 20 years and this new guy's taking over. Yeah. So, so here's why I picked Soundwave. Here's the thing. Every iteration that they've appeared in, what has Grimlock been? A T-Rex. Every iteration, what has Ratchet been? An ambulance. Every iteration Soundwave has been in, he's been something different. Oh, he was doing, a rapper. Grimlock doing a, a different purpose in almost every iteration. IDW, he's a car tank. 
G1, he's a tape player. Animated. Beast Wars, uh, he was a bat. He's a tape deck. You know, that's not even the G1 sound wave in Beast Wars. Um, you know, Transformers Prime, he's a drone. But, but that's in not the a, movies, that's not he's G1 a satellite. He's a car. <laughs> You know, I didn't say G1. I said one character has to go. I know. That's and that's what I'm the saying. thing about Soundwave. Soundwave that is was the a thing bad about Soundwave. Soundwave is something different in each and every iteration because they need a generic character. And that's why Soundwave is able to become anything in any iteration because he is generic. Iconic in G1, yes, but trivial in all other iterations. And the thing in so, it is in G one, I always viewed Soundwave as like the like the number three, like the he was always like the third in charge because he seemed like Sound uh, Megatron's most loyal right hand man. I mean, he couldn't be, depend on Starscream because the, uh, Starscream was was a jerk, a jerk, and and always looking to usurp. But here you had loyal Soundwave, uh, and to me. You know, just if I could just do away with one character in the Transformers lore, like erase his existence, I just could not imagine that with Soundwave. Well, well, I'm not saying erase exist. I'm just saying that's the way I that's the way I saw the original question, though. Yeah, you know, Soundwave basically takes a hit for Galvatron or Megatron, whatever the case may be, and you know, you're just this. I'm just saying from a purely storytelling standpoint, I think the loss of Soundwave would generate a lot more. Because if you lose Ratchet, you've still got First Aid, you've got Hoist, and you've got Fix-It. So you still have a lot of Autobot medics. Maybe not Ratchet's level. And again, Hoist is more of a mechanic than a, than a medic, but you've still got three solid Autobots there that can take over for Ratchet. Who's going to take over for Soundwave? And I, I'm just saying from a storytelling potential... Maybe I, it's a I, Decepticon I, medic. Who's a Decepticon medic? Scavenger. No, I'm, I'm sorry, Hook. Technically, I believe it's supposed to be I Hook. think any Constructicon was a medic, technically, for the Decepticons. All right. But, Let me, you know, all right. before you go, though, uh, on the subject of Ratchet, a little tidbit a lot of people may not know. Did you know in Generation 1, he was originally supposed to be a female character? Mm-hmm. I think it was Bob Budansky uh, who originally named uh, named the character uh, and he right. was he named yeah. him after uh nurse ratchet from star or, or star trek or, or not star trek um was it where was it nurse ratchet from star trek was it star trek, star trek. yeah yeah nurse ratchet on star trek so uh and she it was originally supposed to be a her <laughs> yeah all right let me hit the button here next question <laughs> you're in charge of rebooting beast wars what animal does Optimus Primal turn into? Oh. Follow up. Megatron. Question mark. Ooh, this is a good one. So we're going to go with Optimus first. Uh, I have my choice already selected since I wrote the question, so I'm going to start. This will give you guys a chance to think about it. All right. So I love Beast Wars. One and flew over the cuckoo's nest is uh, where Nurse, Nurse Ratchet was from. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for correcting me. So, uh, in Japan, you had Leo Convoy, a lion. That's a good choice. And then you had Beast Wars Neo, which was a woolly mammoth. And the original name was Mammoth Convoy Mm. instead of Big Convoy. And I've always stuck that in my head. 
And I've always said, if I get to reboot Beast Wars, I know just what animal I would do. Don, listen to this name. Big Bear Convoy. That that was actually where I was thinking about going was with the bear. That's yeah, what I was thinking about. Going. I could see that happening. Yeah, basically polar claw, but in more primal colors. Because I mean, there's not many more animals. Well, if you think of a if you think of a powerful animal, but you you need bulk as far you need mass as far as you know just to give you that Optimus Prime image of a big, strong, powerful. A tiger is kind of a little he's lean. Uh, but yeah, a bear is where I was thinking about going to, just to be honest. Hmm. Okay. You know, just that, that seems to be, you know, unless you wanted something like a, if you went mythical, but again, that's it could be it, anything. It, it, I mean, it, Megatron was a dragon. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you wanted to go with maybe something mythical, like maybe a Griffin, you know, a big, huge Griffin with these big wings and. Something along those lines, you know. I, I don't know, but I, I, but I like. I'm, I'm not trying to cop out of the answer, but I really think a bear is the best answer for primal. Hmm. Big bear convoy. No. All right. Durin's day. I'm gonna go a little, uh, out of left field with this, and I'm gonna say a moose, and his name would be Rodimus Prime. Uh, <laughs> primal. Rod- <laughs> right, right. I forgot about that. Rodimus Primal. Rodimus Primal. Yes. And as far as Megatron goes, you know, I don't think I'd change a damn thing with him because I can't though because a because a freaking T Rex is the best thing he could have possibly have been. He was as a, a cool beast. dragon too. Yeah, well, dragon, yeah, but I mean. Shoot! If I have to try uh, choose something else, but technically I, a kaiju is a dragon. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, I have my ideas about it. I don't want to taint you with my ideas, but well, I I know what I would have him as. Uh, I would have him either uh, sort of sort of an either or, like a komodo dragon, you know, big, powerful, you know, or actually to fit more of his character. An anaconda, a snake, and, and what I'm thinking of if you if you remember, if y'all remember the toys, the dinosaurs, yeah, the the main the main silver dragon basically unzipped down the middle and became this long kind of Chinese dragon. I can see that kind of being done as a great big anaconda. He's quick, he's silent. He can he can crush you with his coils. He can bite you with his. I mean. You wouldn't think of Megatron like not in a native connotation, but he's plotting. He's pl- and people are naturally afraid of snakes, so that would kind of make him like, "Ooh, he's a snake." That's kind of you know, it gives you those heebie-jeebies that is more that more transform though. Yeah, but but you know, I'm just saying you know something like you know maybe he could basically be like a really long snake, and it would kind of fold in on himself to transform. But that, you know that, or maybe like a kimono dragon. That you still have that same reptilian kind of mode, but they're big and they're they like stomp, 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 you know, kind of like that. What what if what if uh, Megatron was the gorilla, the great ape, maybe a Gigantopithecus? 
well, kind of flip the script there, you know, make, uh, mm-hmm. make, you know, I, I would keep primal as the moose and then Megatron as the great ape, you know, uh, although he wouldn't just be a, 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 a gorilla, I'd say, I'm wanting to say, you know, like a gigantopithecus, like the biggest, baddest monkey you could ever think of. Um, you know, well, technically you know, gorillas I, aren't monkeys, but you know, you know what I mean? I just thought of this and this, this is, this is just completely for fun. But you have Optimus Primal as an ancient koala bear, so he has this cute little alt mode, this like like a koala bear. That's robot and, chicken. And oh, really? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know. I haven't watched robot chicken in years. So he has this cute little koala bear alt mode, and he's trying to lead everybody. Like, oh, he's so cute. This is a koala bear. All right. Well, I've got my ideas on Megatron. And I went in a different way. I thought, well, what is Megatron in Beast Wars? To me, he would be a hunter. And I thought of a big, bad wolf. Oh, yeah. Big, bad wolf. I can just see the sharpness, all the sharp edges of oh, the face of the wolf. Like, mm-hmm. take, like take Night Fang or K-9 from Beast Wars and put him in Megatron colors. A gray and purple kind of panther. Yeah. Stripe, yeah. you know, not panther, but gray and purple. Yeah. I was yep. thinking about uh, the wolf from Thor Ragnarok, the big wolf. Like, then you kinda, like a dire wolf or something? Yeah, I mean, you kind of mix that with like those crystalline foxes from The Last Jedi Ooh, with yeah. lots of sharp edges. Yeah. And, you know, th- that makes and me he's think. he's got that tail that becomes a sword with all the spikes on it. That makes me think of R.I.D. 2.0 Steeljaw. That could have made such a good Megatron, in my opinion, uh, if they if they had went that way, because mm-hmm. it, it was such a well pulled off character design. I just with, wish the toy wasn't so freaking hollow and cheap. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I honestly, I really digged the R.I.D. 2.0 line. If they if they would redo that line with better toys, I think. I would be more into it, yeah. honestly. Hey, uh, the, the, ben- the 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 toys just freaking sucked. Yeah. Hey, uh, Duran Benjamin in the chat says, "Would the wolf be weird?" Of course, and okay. it would be yellow and teal. <laughs> you know, you know, you know. Like, I'm thinking, you know, like dark you, gray with a black stripe going down his back. Then he looked you know, like now, a freaking skunk. You, now you can think, you can think I'm crazy here on this one, but if if you kept Optimus you Monk. Kept, if you kept Optimus and Megatron's Rescue Rangers, now, yeah. uh, if you kept them in like a smaller price point, it's not going with the big Ultra Beast, but let's just say a deluxe two pack. This is what I'm thinking: Koala Bear for Primal, and I'm thinking a Platypus for Megatron. And the reason I'm thinking of a Platypus is because it's a mixed up creature that, by some rights, exists through a weird combination of evolution. Massey is unhappy. Char- yes, he's unhappy. What other character could possibly fit Megatron when you've got layers and layers of plotting and planning, and he looks like this, but he's doing this, but he has a third plan over here? I'm serious. Just a platypus alt mode kind of fits to me. It fits the character. It It's like nothing else in existence, and you don't know what to expect when you see it, which is Beast Wars Megatron. Interesting. Mm. Some interesting ones. Uh, interesting thoughts there. Next right. next one, Rick. Well, uh, let's see. I already hit the button, but... 
who should direct a live action TF movie? Now, I, now, when the movie I, I, I first got answer. announced, the when the movie first got announced, I had three people in mind. The last person I thought of was Michael Bay. Hmm. There were two other guys I really wanted. The first one I knew it would never happen. James Cameron. Knew it would never happen. It just, he wouldn't be the right fit. It's just a fanboy thing. The second one to me is the one who I think should do a movie. Mr. Robert Zemeckis. Yeah. Back to the Future. Uh, I'm sure he did some other movies. But Back to the Future is the gold standard of time travel movies. And I can just see the way he would just... A little John Land, you know, maybe a little Breakfast Club influence in there. You know, you got a little Spielberg influence in there. But to me, Robert Zemeckis would have done an amazing, amazing job. Um, what else did he do? Uh, Forrest Gump, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, listeners, uh, for, for your information, Jim Black just came back to us. Uh, he has an AT&T outage in his area and probably won't be back on. So, yeah. Thank you, AT&T. Assholes. <laughs> um, go ahead. Go ahead, Rick. Sorry. So, Robert Zemeckis. Don, you look like you're about to explode. Yes, because I have got the name that the only name you need to consider, and I'm going to drop the mic after I say the name. Brad Bird, Incredibles and Iron Giant. He's done action. He's done a he's done a group with the Incredibles. As far as the family dynamic, he's he's used to doing a smaller cast like Iron Giant and Incredibles, and work on the dynamics between them. He do a Mission Impossible too. Part four or five or something? I can't remember. But that's that's who I'm dropping the mic on. Brad Bird. Good choice. Good choice. Excellent choice. Hmm. Durin's Day. I'm going to say one that might be a little, might bring a little controversy, but at the same time, I think he could uh, he could bring some freshness to the franchise while maintaining an element of uh, of uh, keeping it traditional. And I'm going to go with J.J. Abrams. Lens flares for everything. Uh, the thing, the thing is, is that, uh, that he changed Star Trek, but it, but at least it still looked like Star Trek. Okay, I, I, that's very true. The first Star Trek was so much better than I thought it could have Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, uh, Transformers new fan did bring this up. I want to bring this up in the chat for what for what y'all might think. Yelmo Del Toro. You know, his daughter is a big Transformers fan. Uh, his daughter's probably like 16, 17 years old by now. Uh, I met her. Um, I, I met Guillermo at uh, one of the BACONs in Pasadena. He came to BACON. Your profile and, uh, picture on Facebook right now is with you and him. Yeah, and I was I was the guy in charge of bringing him into the convention. So I had to go out and meet his family and bring them in. So uh, he was very nice. He took a picture. I got to talk to him in Spanish. And his daughter is a big Beast uh, Transformers fan. And uh, Aaron was showing them the cases. And she's like, oh, I don't, uh, I don't have an animated Blitzwing. I really want him. So he opens up the case and he gives her the one from the display case. 
Wow. That's cool. That's cool. She was a big Transformers fan. That's really so, awesome. But I think I think that's a I, I think if you wanted a really different aesthetic, but still Transformers, but th- this because he he puts this this unique flavor on the stuff he does. It's recognizable, but it's also not what you expect. So I think that would be a really good choice too. But it wouldn't be whatever you were thinking it would be. It's not going to be. So you'd have to sort of prepare yourself for that. I mean, really, though, I would like to have somebody who basically keeps Transformers at its core, is not willing to change things, but not change it like the, like the way Michael Bay did and said, oh, well, let's just take a Transformer name and throw it on something random and it not have anything to do with, you know, any uh, anything prior. I, I want it to be able to keep traditional but, you know, I don't mind if they update the look. You know, it's like, okay, Optimus Prime was traditionally a cab over semi. Let's make him make him a long no, a long no semi. I, I didn't have a problem with that. At least make him look like Optimus Prime. You know, they come from Cybertron. Cybertron looks a certain way. Uh, you know, I, I want them to keep certain tenets of the core lore together. But I don't, I, I want them to, uh, to freshen it up. And I, th- uh, that's, I think ultimately that's what I was expecting with the live-action Transformers movie whenever it came in 2007. And we all know that's not, that's not at all what we got. You know, we got something... I mean, it started out, it could have been, and then they just kind of jumped the shark. But I mean, that. let's not... That's not to take away from the success... No. ...of the films. It's no. just aesthetically, it's not what we... What we wanted. ...had built up in our minds. No. Okay. So I hit the button here again. Which G1 character should have been made into an action master? Follow-up question. What weapon would they have come with? I hate action masters, so... Mm. (laughs) But that's kind of of a good question. It makes you actually think about something you you wouldn't normally think of. So while you guys think about that, I want to talk about action masters a little bit. So when I used to work at Hasbro, I went through the archives and I found some... Um, art of unreleased action masters. And I, I've talked about this before, but um, originally Trax was supposed to come with a transforming boat. There was um, uh, Thundercracker, which was a whole new mold, and he was actually in blue. It wasn't a repaint. It was a whole new, whole new mold with wings. There was uh, Blue Streak, which was a whole new mold and not a repaint. Cliff Jumper, whole new mold, not a repaint. Blur, Hound, the Sharktacon Gnaw. Um, Omega Supreme was actually called Omega Sup- Supreme on the concept art page. And then somewhere along the line, there was a mistake. Um, Bruticus was there. Um, Superion. Uh, and there were about eight new characters. And I can't remember them. And unfortunately, this art most likely no longer exists. Uh, but one of them was a uh, uh, semi-truck. And it re- just looked like a GoBot because he had the big you know, grill sticking out of his stomach. Wasn't Motormaster, was it? No, 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 no. It was a new character. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't Superion going to be one of them, too? He just said yeah. Superion. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was... Yeah, that one showed up. That and Predaking and Perceptor showed up in the Generations book. Okay. 
but uh but it's like it's interesting that thundercracker and blue streak would have been all new molds and not not repaints hmm. well, all right so i, I know Tom. my answer i know my answer and this is not it's not a cop out but it's again i'm retroactively changing a mistake i would have liked to have seen rc get an action master because she did not get an actual toy in the line but they could have done her as an action master with Daniel, that became like an energy bow or something. So that way you still would have gotten an RC figure that would have looked a little bit closer to possibly what she looked like in the show. And Daniel could have been a little human figure that basically became, you know, like, like the Minicon did for that Will that Wilson Publishing thing last year, year before that. So then he would become like a little energy bow or something. So that way you still get RC and Daniel but she would finally have gotten a character in G1. So that's... But you're talking about... Okay, I can understand RC, but you're talking about Daniel, and the show had already ended several years prior. Well, I'm just saying that I, I really... Unless she... I'm just saying that that's the most obvious thing that you would associate RC and Daniel together because Rebirth had already been... So that that way you're that way you're still using the last known look of the character with something. But even Soundwave didn't come with Laserbeak or Buzzsaw. It came with a new character. With wing yeah, with wing thing. That's that's just again, that's off top with me not liking action masters, that's what I would like to make me buy an action master, that's what I'd like to have seen at that time. All that's, right. That, you know. I got my pick, Duran. Are you ready or should I go? Go ahead. I'm I still have All no right. idea who I should get. So I would love to have seen a hot rod and he would have come with the hoverboard and the hoverboard would have, yeah, the hoverboard would have been like a shield or a sword or some kind of bullshit thing, but, um, hot rod. I'm going to do a real quick thing for you, Doran. I think they should have done a Unicron. A Unicron action master, and he would have come with probably maybe maybe his backpack that was this that like was a leader class. like a leader class size almost. Or he was the carrying or, case. Yeah. So it is. He's the carrying case, like the Vader, uh, Dark Vader, uh, uh, or the C three PO yeah. carrying but, case. But, but maybe like you know his backpack would come apart and become like jousting swords or double edged blades or. He basically would just carve you in half, then he would eat who, you. But who was he like, fighting uh, with the swords? Promise would have been the wave after that. <laughs> so, but uh, but Action Master Unicron, I think, would have been really kind of cool. That that's just that did I've got one. Weird Wolf. No. No, this is totally random. A uh, one of the, uh, what were the Action Master vehicles? The uh, Action Master vehicles. Yeah, the Action Master vehicles. Yeah, yeah. it would have been Sunstreaker with Chip Chase, and a vehicle would have been a giant wheelchair. All right, so I'm gonna hit the button here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it would have worked. Don't knock it. All right. Only one more Titan class figure can ever be made. Who is it? I know. Go ahead, go ahead, Duran. Go ahead. Scorponok has to be because we've already got Fort Max. 
uh, it feels naked to have uh, to not have his uh, his nemesis out there. You know, we got Metroplex, we got Trypticon, Fort Max, and Scorponok. If we was to have another one, I mean, yeah, I know we got Devastator, but technically Omega and Devastator, I don't know. Well, we're getting Predaking before we get Scorponok, so. Yeah. yeah. So, I, right. I know a lot of pl- people's going to say Omega, but I, I really would like to have a Scorponok. Dommy Dom. Oh. Uh. I guess I'm going to have to agree with Duron, and I, because we need Scorponok to balance out against Fortress Maximus. But let's say by the time this question actually became a reality, and we already had gotten a Scorponok, I would say the last one needs to be Omega. Omega. I, I would like it to be animated Omega. <laughs> well, the, and the reason being because no. you still get Omega Supreme. He can still fight Devastator. But it's still you. You, you could G one five Omega uh, animated Omega just so you, a little bit. So you need a third party head to to put on there. You know, but that, that that's. Animated. But I'm just saying, you know, Scorp, definitely Scorponok, like Duran said, I would like. But I got a feeling Hasbro Labs is where we're going to get either a Unicron. Maybe that's where that's the outlet they'll use to try to get it. Try to to fund the animated Omega. But as far as a normal produced Titans, not outside outside of the Hasbro Lab stuff that's brand new, I, w- I would have to say Scorponok just to balance everything out. I really think it would. Uh, FVGBE uh, on uh, YouTube is saying Unicron should be the last. The last Titan. Yeah, I'm uh, I, I'm with Don where I want Omega Supreme, but I'd, I'd want him to be the Ark. You know? So it's not, you know, it's not G1 Omega Supreme, but it's it's Omega Supreme. Yeah. But I mean, you know, technically, I mean, yes, Titans Devastator is G1 Devastator. But I think you could make animated Omega look a little less animated. And it would, but it, does that make any sense to it, 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 To me, I completely agree. You can make him look a little less animated and a, just a hair more G1. But it would still be animated enough for the animated fans, but it would fit like he's still fighting Omega. It's just a different looking Omega. It doesn't have to be G1 Omega. But exactly. Again, it's 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 a very fine line of like how you're looking at it. But there's stuff to support your argument because you know, when Perceptor showed up in generations, he's not a microscope. He's an SUV. Right. So your argument's completely valid and, and yeah. I completely agree. Yeah, hashtag just, me too. Hashtag feminism. Yeah. All right. But it's just you know that's. But as we've talked before, sooner or later, this eighty four, eighty five, eighty six whale is going to be basically just totally. It's getting there now. Done. Yeah, but I'm saying it's going to eventually be totally. It's dead and done. So looking at these later series to get the classic characters, it's going to have to be a, a, going to have to be done to get something new out. That, but that's a previous previous discussions as well. All right. Who, which celebrity should voice the Transformer? Ooh. Oh, there's so many. So many. You know, on a side note, I'm really, I, I know a lot of people are, are, very polarized on the uh, on the Prime Wars trilogy from Machinima. Um, 
despite the lack of some storytelling, <laughs> uh, in my opinion, I, th I really enjoy uh, what they're doing. And I'm I'm really liking what they're what they have lined up for Power of the Primes, you know, with uh, with Greg Berger as Grimlock, and uh, they're bringing back uh, um, Judd Nelson for Hot Rod, and yeah, uh, Mike uh, or uh, uh, Frank Todaro as uh, as Sludge, um, and who else was there? Oh, uh, Ron Perlman as Optimus Primal. Oh my God. Uh, so yeah, I mean, they, they're at the green Ranger, they got Samoa Joe. Yeah. They're, they're pulling out all stops, uh, for, for, for just power of the primes. And I'm like, this is flipping awesome. This is flipping awesome. Uh, but for my pick, gosh, Man, I've, I've got two lined up ready to go. Uh, go ahead. Let me, uh, let me, Stop. let me try to pick one real quick. You ready or should I go? I'll go. I'll go. And this is going to be, I think, the, I'm going to try the character. This character is like sideways. He's sneaky. He's cunning. He's playing both sides against each other. He's a showman who loves over-the-top dramatics, but he's deadly, deadly serious in his goals. And he's voiced by Tim Curry. Hmm. Tim Curry. That's uh makeshift. Uh I guess you could use him if you want to use him from Prime, but I'm thinking like he's he's a he has a hidden agenda. He pretends he's an Autobot, like sideways. He pretends he's a Decepticon. He has plans oh, punch plans. Double. Punch double counterpunch? Well, again, yeah, I mean they're all cut from a very similar cloth, but this guy's a showman. He's oh, so got, it's a new character. Yeah, yeah. Okay, he's got okay, this he's okay. got this charm. He's just oozing with charm and personality. But it's like it's like the worst the best worst salesman, snake hole salesman you can imagine. But he's got this bright smile and he just loves talking to you and you are his best friend. And he's just got these layers and plans and I can only picture Tim Curry like the, you know, he did the original It Clown. Movie and it's just this Alex Willows. Yeah, basically, yeah, you could do like a new version of Tarantulas. And as much as I love Alec Willows, I just if you want to go with celebrity, like name celebrity, I just think Tim Curry. But I love Alex Willows as well. But I'm just thinking Tim Curry. All right. Well, I got I got two in mind. One, one it would be controversial. Um, but the first one is for a specific character. Uh, the character of Alpha Trion. And I would love, love, love to see Mr. Christopher Walken. Oh, God. Oh, Alpha my. Trion. Look, Prime. You gotta transform. <laughs> sure. Look, you know, Megatron must be stopped. No matter. <laughs> Uh, sure. Look, you gotta stop him. <laughs> you gotta find it within yourself, Primal. You gotta, you gotta transcend. Hey, you need more cowbell. <laughs> and that's oh, what it, he turns into is a cowbell. Yeah, the new Matrix is a cowbell, yeah. Look, well, that's, I actually want to hear this now. I actually want to see. 
actually want to see this. But he's got Christopher Walken has to do like the motion capture as well. <laughs> you know. What is your I ain't even asked what your second one is. <laughs> it'd be it'd be uh, uh, uh William Shatner <laughs> as, or Nick Cage. As the... <laughs> Prime, you got to transform <laughs> truck not monkey you bastard megatron <laughs> megatron one. one shall stand one shall fall okay who is your second doesn't doesn't brian cranston actually voice a transformer i thought he did wasn't yeah he, wasn't, yeah wasn't he in one of the machinima things uh, it seems like he was I don't. I don't know. I the William Shatner. I thought he did something. No, Brian Cranston from uh, Breaking Bad. Okay, so um, so I, the second one. Look, I'm a big James Roberts, Nick Roach fan. Uh, I love the Wreckers. I love their interpretation of the Wreckers. <clears throat> and every time I read that book, Last Stand of the Wreckers, in my head, I play a live action movie. And the person who plays Overlord <laughs> is the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Okay, I'm not. I've, I've only heard him a few times, and I'm. He's can, bombastic. Can, he's he's great on the mic. He can talk. He can improvise. He's got these lips. He's got this prime. <laughs> He's just you got like this way about him. Have no I just, idea what I, I have planned for you. <laughs> okay, I've got I've got I got a serious question before you're on. <coughs> when you say celebrity, you mean like big star name celebrity. Celebrity. Okay, okay, okay. What, what if if you were looking within the fandom as a very well known person in the fan a celebrity in the fandom? I'm going to put this out here because I really think it needs to be said. There are some good good fans out there that are good voices. Chris McFeely as Megatron. I've not if, heard him if, as Megatron. If you if you've heard Chris reading from the IDW trade, he he does a where Megatron and Ravage and Ravage is, is confronting Megatron about why he changed that that scene. Chris McFeely's Megatron is incredible. He, he does both voices. But his Megatron is just this. What's he's clo the closest to? Which iteration? Let me ask you this: it, it's, it's 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 if you it's he's on Twitter. The oh, reading okay. is on Twitter from uh the the but it's uh I mean not Twitter, I meant YouTube. It's its own incarnation. I really can't put it closer to anything else. Maybe animated because it, animated Megatron wasn't bellowing and yelling all the time. He he could have this this specific dictation the way he's talking. And he can he just he can drip menace just with this regular, you know, voice. And so I I, I wanted to say uh, if anyone out there knows Chris, that he I think he would do a wonderful Megatron. endorsement. Yeah. So uh, if it came down to Chris McFeely or uh, Christopher Walken, which Chris are you going with? I'd have to go McFeely. Oh, that's I mean that's I a like, ringing endorsement. Yeah, I mean it's just his Megatron is just this. This old warrior who is he's seen what he's done and he's realizes everything he was doing was wrong in this he there's this weight to the way he reads this Megatron and he tells Ravage like it's, it's yeah but I, but if you haven't seen it just look up him reading that scene on YouTube and I, I think you'll enjoy it. 
I will indeed check that out. Uh, Duran. I'm going to come out of left field here again, uh, as I, uh, I seem to love don't, to do. Don't say a Schwarzenegger. No, no. Um, I'm going to go with Megatron. Just, uh, you know, a future version of Megatron. Patrick Stewart. Oh, my God. Yeah? That? yeah I can definitely see that. That's a good choice. Yeah. I can definitely see that. Maybe. Definitely. You know, maybe. And, the and Megatron... Jonathan Frakes as Shockwave? <laughs> Brent Spiner. <laughs> Yeah. No, but no, but Mega that kind of Megatron would be like, say, a descendant of the original Megatron that does use the stealth and the guile and the treachery that Starscream always thought they should be doing more just, than just, just that, sheer brute force. That 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 crisp, intelligent British accent that uh, that that he he comes uh, forth with. Uh, it just seems like it would fit a devious Megatron. I think he could be. I think he could be a transcendent Megatron. He really could. That's that's a really good choice. I like that one. I, I think we all had good choices there. I think we all we all picked some good ones there. Uh, all right. This is fun. It is. Millions of years ago, the Ark crashed on Earth. What new historical era should they have awoken in? I'm gonna go first. I'm 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 thinking a I'm thinking a lake in North Carolina. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this. <laughs> okay. Saying uh, there was a great IDW story called Hearts of Steel, which which we cannot use in this for this answer because it's I'm already been done. Way. I'm not going. And and Hearts of Steel is part of the current ongoing IDW continuity. Oh, they so they so they retconned oh, it. Those were different characters that Shockwave pl- programmed to think that they were actually Optimus and Bumblebee and Prowl, but they were different characters. And then that that Bumblebee is the last surviving one, and his name's Centurion. I've, I've right, got so, one. Duran, hit me. Think about this. The 1950s. The late 1950s, early 1960s. The Autobots were mainly hot rods. You know, I mean, just think of the classic cars that they could have been, you know. That that was done. There was a G.I. Joe Transformers oh, uh, Devil's Duke crossover, um, but it was only, like, I think Jazz and RC. No, I'm talking about, like, the whole the full-blown line. Yeah, the whole full-blown yeah. line. Uh, you know, Megatron, I, you know. I mean, they could have still maintained similar alt modes to the, what they had in G1, just more more toward the 50s era type stuff, you know. Um, I don't know, man, it's... And, and I think the Dinobots probably could have looked... Maybe make them a little more steampunkish, you know, like like they were like 1800s or something. I don't know. Okay. I, that, that, I think that would have looked cool. Well, it would give us another use for the Big Daddy mold and Cybertron downshift. You know, that, that could be prime. That would be a good-looking prime. Just change the faceplate to a more angular plate, and mm-hmm. that would work. Rick, did you, did you want to go, or do you want to go? Uh, yeah, I'll go. Um, I'm a big fan of the Wild Wild West, and I would totally steampunk that shit out. I would make Plow, Prowl, Blue Streak, Transform, and Smokescreen transform into horses. 
right? And they're drawing the carriage, and the carriage is like Ratchet or Ironhide, right? Hmm. Uh, then you've got like the windmill. <laughs> the windmill turns into Omega Supreme, and the windmill—it's well, got that—it's got that claw already, right? But it's made out of the windmill things. Uh, right, right. The claws. God. You got the well, and that sound wave, and the bucket comes out, and that's Ravage. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, we are we already getting something like that with with the with the generation toys, the Optimus and the Sideswipe with the bull and the. So we're already getting something along those lines. Right, right. Like Optimus, he'd have to be a bull. Like I'd see Optimus being a bull, right? And Megatron would would be I don't know the hell he'd be. Uh maybe he's a rattlesnake with the cowboy hat. I don't know. <laughs> All right, I'm a mass shifting yeah, rattlesnake. I don't know. I think Wild Wild West. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Wild Wild West. The show or the movie? Uh, so you mean so you mean Sp- uh, Spike would look like Will Smith? Yes, and then yes. Paladin, Spike Paladin would be played by Jaden Smith, actually. And Paladin had a good point. Uh, Alex Willows as Tarantulas as the giant mechanical spider. That's so there that was, you go. Yeah. There you go. My, my idea. I'm going to go back even further than Beast Wars. I'm going to the paleo, paleoethic, the paleolithic, not, huh? Paleolithic, like not single-celled organisms. No, 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 not versus your the blob versus the blob. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking when you, when you <laughs> Optimus <hit>. Primordial, <laughs> Omega Prime, Transform, Optimus Primordial. I like that. Okay, no, I mean. You know how we're we're familiar with the the Stegosaurus, the Tyrannosaurus, back to the, their predecessors, these great big sea the protodinosaurs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, protodinosaurs. Uh, you had these giant early gliding dinosaurs. They didn't fly, but they glide. They glide. These gi- these giant. It's like y'all seen the movie for the uh, the mo- the horror movie about the giant undersea creature. So they're all Dinobots. Well, they're kind, but, but they're, they're they're boarding on mythical, because th- these are the animals that would eventually evolve into the dinosaurs right. that we're familiar with. But we're talking millions of years earlier than that, because the ark, it, the volcano erupted in 1984. The Earth has been geologically unstable well before that, so there's no reason the the volcano couldn't have erupted millions of years earlier, for whatever reason. And but you get these fantastic creatures that we've never seen in as toys, you know these giant sea creatures that are my, that are. You get these fantastic creatures, and you also find out where to find them at. Yeah, well, your your local big bad toy store, Walmart, Target. But yeah, but yeah, that's what I'm thinking is these prehistoric creatures before the ones we're used to, because then you would have this sense of wonder, like. What the hell are these things? These things are millions and millions of years old, but we're getting, you know, we see them as like giant sloths, the giant huge sloths or the old, you see pictures like the giant rhinos with like gigantic horns. So so they're, well, those are mammals. So those came after the dinosaurs. Well, I'm just saying the, I'm just saying the gigantic, fantastic creatures of that earlier era. I'm, I'm not trying to be, 
It's not as that's part of my history. All right, all right, and, I'm, all right. and I'm saying that's what I'm saying. Okay. All right. You know, before you move on, Rick, imagine if you will, the ark crashes in say Southern California. Lake Titicaca. No, no. It crashes in Southern California. And uh, it, it crashes very deep, uh, deeply in the in the earth uh, around that area, and whenever uh, an earthquake wakes it up, wakes up Teletran, and it sends uh, sends out uh, the Sky Spy to scan things, and it just happens to have crashed underneath Disneyland, and everything it scans is. <sighs> Is in Disneyland. <laughs> so basically, you would have an entire line of you know Disney label shit. <laughs> in, in 10 years, when Disney owns Transformers, we're going to see that movie. Lord. <laughs> yeah, Kingdom Hearts 5 with now, now starring Transformers. All right. Optimus, <laughs> Ma- Optimus <laughs> Mouse. Mega, De- Mega Gaston. Right. Here's, here's one for you, Dom. Okay. You're in charge of rebooting the G1 television series. You need to add a female character. Who do you gender swap? I gender swap Optimus and have it be Alita 1 that was on the arc, not Optimus. And she's you're, you're, No, 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 no. That's switching characters. That doesn't okay, count. Okay, well, okay. Make, make Optimus female, but she would basically be Alita 1. Because I've always said I would love to see G1 rebooted. But we start with on Cybertron with Alita One and her female Autobots. And then eventually we wind up going to Earth or they show up from Earth. So you're telling the same story, but you're doing it from the reverse angle. So you see all this going on on Cybertron with all the fantastic alt moves. So I'm saying basically if you're going to make Optimus female, but make it basically she would be Alita One in character. So that way you've got a completely different dynamic but you still got a heroic character that you can be familiar with just don't don't use her her, pri- her power of the primes jet would, mode would it, it's Peter not Collins bad still voice character um no but you would you could have uh i can i tara strong sue blue uh you can pick hundreds of different great female voice actresses well, to i do, would go emily do. blunt on that one mm. or angelina I I can picture Tara Strong's Raven as kind of the Alita One voice, very controlled, but can be very passionate when you know when there's a battle or there's an injustice to be fought. But she's very controlled. She's very calm. She's very focused. So I can imagine Tara Strong's Raven as kind of being the voice for this Alita. Yeah, Tara Strong is gorgeous. Yes, uh, and, I think, and I think she knows it too. <laughs> Duran, should I go? Or are you are you ready to, to roll? I'm gonna I'm gonna throw one out there, and people are gonna hate it. Grimlock. I don't I don't hate that. I don't. I don't, I don't Grimlock is a female leader of the Dinobots. So you're saying that women are moody? What What is the no? Grimlock, uh, think about Grimlock, though. Uh, he he might have been dim-witted, but he was also one of the most powerful uh, most powerful Autobots, too. You know, uh, He was very strong and, uh, and very authoritative. Um, but I yeah. think I think Grimlock as a female character 
could have been very powerful, actually. A very, very, uh, uh, very moving, uh, uh, plot moving character, in my opinion. Okay. Just, just adding that, uh, that dynamic to it. Basically, she would kind of be like, maybe, and again, I'm, I'm not really trying to, she would be like, kind of like the matriarch of the Dinobot family. Mm-hmm. Which could can really see, which uh, could make her even more dead. Well, and if you think you know, about it, uh, uh, paleontologists think that uh, the female T. Rex was probably the more dominant uh, as uh, as they raised their young. Uh, so, you know, maybe he uh, he had uh, or she would have had uh, Grimlock would have had that uh, that maternal protective instinct. I I'm going to tell you who the voice actress is for that. Okay. Brigitte Nielsen. Okay. Oh, whoa. All wow. right. That would, that would be... I mean, am I crazy? It would work, right? No, no. It it, it works because she would have this, this, this bit of an accent. Right, and she's got that smoker's voice too now, mm-hmm. and yeah. That, that's oddly appropriate. I would have never thought of that, but you're right. Yeah. Although Flavor Flav is not any of the Dinobots. Right. No, he's jazz. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with what I assumed was the obvious choice in Starscream. That's too easy, though. Starscream or Tracks would have been way too easy. But, um, but, but, if you're, but, if you're, but if you're doing that in Starscream, we, w- we would get a more slipstream version, which could be a lot more interesting if it was like the slipstream persona that aspect of him that was in control that can make a lot more interesting like megatron has stubbed his toe i'm the leader now shut up just shut up starscream yeah carrie said on here uh what if uh starscream was male but all the other seekers were female basically his uh starscream's harem then you'd have a whole other like list of issues with that. That's, that's, <laughs> a guy wants that's, to usurp the women, and it's just, uh, that's just players' generation two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it would have been generation exactly one. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, now Transformers new fan. The the new the new Starscream would be Evil Lynn. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Which, which which works, which really works. Man, I had I had a voice actress in mind, but I lost it. Oh man. Ooh, uh, uh, FVGBE uh, says uh, Bumblebee would make a great female character too. As long as the character doesn't constantly need to be rescued. That would be too. Yeah, I don't know. Cliche, yeah, that, I guess. Uh, yeah, it's it's. We're very woke on the show. We are very woken. Which character should have been in the first TF movie? I assume that stands for Transformers. This would be the live action movie. Ooh. That didn't make it that should have. That should have should have what what would they have you know i have someone in mind um you guys want me to start sure um i think of of the transformers in that first movie as a team of superheroes you got your big strong guy who's the hulk that's ironhide you've got your captain america prime 
You've got your, um, I don't know what the fuck jazz was, but your racist guy jazz, right? Mm. Your racist interpretation. Uh, you got your your doctor, right? Well, who's missing from the Justice League? The Flash. Blur? You need your speed guy. So I would go with Blur. Yeah, I would have made him a Corvette. Or a Dodge Viper or something. Probably a Corvette because it's Chevy. But yeah, a guy that's just super fast and, you know, can run circles around people. He's got a specific use, a specific power. Hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna go with Ultra Magnus. You I mi- was, I was. He was down. He was, well, some, he was down somebody that's 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 very grounded, very military uh, military minded, uh, and gives uh, give Optimus Prime a clear second in command. Somebody that could uh, basically, you know, whenever there are several instances when Prime Prime goes down. Uh, you know, he Dungeon should have stepped in. He would yeah. have taken over. Yeah. Oh. Ultra Magnus. Okay. We I, never I'm really saw to... him. So in in those. So. That's yeah. true. I've got two, mainly because I think they both could serve completely different roles. Okay. So RC and who else? Yeah. yeah. Again, uh, one was RC, RC was in it. Not well. Not in the first one though. Not in the first one. No. You know, and that's a but, very that's RC in name only. That's not yeah, really. really. But I, I but I think if you had RC in the first one, you could have had a better balance of characters. But my the one I think would would have worked, Alpha Trion, as like Jaga, or would, uh, Gandalf, or Gandalf. He, uh, Alpha Trion would be the the wise sage because we're he here has, for the all spark. Okay, where but, uh, is ladies man two one seven uh. But the reason I'm thinking is that he, since since they discovered the Allspark, he would have the most knowledge about it. So it makes sense for him to be going with them to Earth since the Allspark has been discovered. And then he, with him being the elder statesman, not that he's showing up prime, but he would be the one to give the history of the Transformers, the race and everything else, not having it belong to prime, but that would be his function. It would be the historian. And then his death in the first movie would be part of the escalation to get the cube back. He dies trying to get the cube. So he so he's not there as just to give so his you, you, death you would be have been just, more purposeful than jazz. Well, I'm just saying if if I hate to say it, but kind of yeah, but I'm yeah. thinking if you added this more mystical component from Alpha Trion, and he's this wise old Gandalf-like sage that tells about the history, about why they're there, you get a greater sense of weight coming from this old wise Autobot. And again, I think his death would mean more in the escalation to get the Allspark. Okay, does he come back as a Force Ghost in the sequels? I think it would be fun as just uh, as an Easter egg if he did pull like a Jaga, but only Prime could see him. And it'd be like, you know, he's coming back from the other side to give advice, but don't use him. Don't use him as like a MacGuffin, you know, but I mean, just maybe once a movie, it's like the Matrix Prime. Well, well, like, for example, Prime can be driving down the road and he looks off into a field or something. 
and there's Alpha Trion's ghost. And it, <laughs> you know, something like that. But like he's pointing at something like a sign. And Prime looks at the sign and he realizes this sign gives him an idea, which will be the next thing. So, so, so Alpha Trion is kind of pointing the way, but not saying, hey, this is for the third act, so you need to do this. But, no, but just keep him as like a Jaga ghost. But only Prime can see him. Only use him in like split second cameos, little things like that, just to add, keep that mystical component of the Transformers without saying, this is mystical. We don't have to explain it. No, you don't. It's just he's just saying, do this or do that. And then Prime gets the idea from what he's seen. Or it takes him a while. It's like Prime looks at this road sign, which is for X. But then he doesn't realize till later, X is what gives him the idea to do Y. Something like that. Okay. One All more. Right. One more, Rick. One more. I already hit the button. This one. This one's a good one. Um, which pop culture crossovers would you like to see happen with Transformers? Oh, gosh. There's so many. Can I go? Sure. Night Rider? Yeah, but that's like not really mainstream anymore. I mean, Come on, Peter Cullen played Car. Yeah, I know, but Night Rider. Kit would be like, "You sound familiar." <laughs> right? Can you see like Michael Knight getting inside of Optimus or Jazz, and like Kit being like a little jealous of that, and like Spike gets inside of Kit, right? He's like, "Kit, I need you, buddy." Something like that, like. Now, totally now are we talking like a, and uh, like end, a you know it's gonna transform into an autobot. Are we talking like a like a like a TV show or a toy line? Yeah, you know, and probably like a comic book. It's a story. Well story. I, I'm I'm thinking more along a toy line, you know, like 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 the Marvel crossovers were. Okay. Um, but um, let's let's keep it, you know. Keep more, it story centric. Well, story centric, but uh, but keep it diverse. You know, just like have all kinds of different, um, not just not just one property like Knight Rider. You know, you could have an Airwolf in there. Ha uh, have uh, well, like it's like a Delorean. It's convoluted. That's why I say you know like well, you have very uh, very culture. No, 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 no. It's got to be one, dude. You can't just like all right, nineteen eighties crosses over fan link. Yeah, <laughs> you know you can't you can't do that. Well, we've already we'll, had Star we'll Trek. Uh, we've already had Star Wars, so let's let's go, let's do Star Trek. You know, uh, you know, no, 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 no. I'm going to take that back. That's that's too easy, too easy. Um, crap. Dom, what you got? No, Pacific Rim. Okay, Transform right. transforming kaiju and. And uh, Jaegers. Yeah, the, the kaiju the, merge with Abominus, right? Yeah, the kaiju are the Decepticons. They've they 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 want to sow fear and terror. I mean, so you're you're a gigantic yeah. monster. So yeah. Well, the works. thing is, I mean, it's not much. It's not much of a stretch from what it already is. I mean, they're already giant robot mechs. But right. let's right. make them sentient. Let's make them transform, and let's make the kaiju actually. No, no, don't even go that far. There's the Jaegers, and then there's the Autobots. And they team up against the Terracons. 
or the Predacons. You got to have the the mix comes with the kaiju and the Decepticons. That's where the mix comes in. Okay. You know, then you can you see like Optimus pulling out his sword, standing next to like Gypsy Danger, and mm. they're like both using their swords against against the monster. Yeah. Um. Okay, I am. This one is completely self-serving. This is just for me because no one else will buy into it, and I don't care. Visionaries. No. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Lucky guess. Because I had this idea years ago called Magic Masters. Where the where the art crashes on Prismos, they're awakened, but they can't be in robot mode that long because the anti technology field will affect them. So Merklin uh, gives them the powers of the Spectral Knights to the Autobots, the Darkling Lords get to the Decepticons, and the Transformers themselves. They still have their robot modes, but they transform into mechanical versions of the Visionaries' totems. Like Optimus Prime would be a lion, and you'd have the other characters be these. So they're so they're they're technology based creatures, but they're now powered by also by magic. So they're having to learn this whole new form of it. It's like Beast Wars, but instead of the, being Energon, they can't be robot mode for for too long mm. because of the anti-technology field caused by the three sons of Prismos aligning. So you've got Megatron becoming this giant mollusk kind of thing like Darkstorm did. And maybe their weapons are based on the magical spell poems of their matching visionaries. Optimus doesn't have a weapon. He still has his weapon, but he can like summon the ancient knowledge of the planet through the Staff of Wisdom, which could be Alpha Trion. Or I'm just saying whatever. But I'm just saying I think that would be – again, it's just for me. But you're changing the dynamic of the Transformers by you're adding the magical component, but they're still familiar. You get so ba basically Decepticon Raiders and King Arthur's Court, but 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 with actual real magic and not just it be oh this is magic it, this is gonna or Madman's Paradise. You know it's it's funny because in the comic books Prismos actually crashes on Cybertron. Yeah, yeah. I I, I need to pick the, I want I want to pick up that trade so I can read it. But I mean that, again that's just for me. But I think if you add the magical component visionaries in that kind of medieval setting the creatures that are technical that are that are mechanical and super technologically advanced and they're having to relearn their entire way of life based on magic the, the storytelling potential and the, the the toy potential is just i think unmatched for something different okay you know well i'm going to do go ahead rick we had a bunch of questions we didn't get to, but maybe we'll do another show like this one day. You know, I'm going to throw this out there. If you listeners, if you love this episode, uh, you know, this was kind of the first time we've ever done something like this. And we've had roundtable episodes. We've had just random uh, random discussions. But, you know, just having one of these uh, where you kind of put questions in a hat and draw them out uh, was kind of kind of, uh, kind of Kind of fun. I, I enjoyed it. Hopefully, you yeah. guys enjoyed it. If you if you did, let us know. I, and, I uh, thoroughly enjoyed this because yeah. it puts you on the spot. It makes you think about and like Action Masters. I don't give Action Masters two thoughts. Me either. Over yeah. The course, over the course of a year, I thought but my Sunstreaker answer was quite quite good. Actually, so. I didn't. But that was that. Was, I, I think we got a good uh, audience participation. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I'm I'm going to throw. I'm I'm going to. Keep the phone rolling just one more time here, and I'm going to throw one out there, just a quick one. 
Okay. A toy that is uh, okay. Uh, there uh, an existing toy that exists in any existing toy line. Bring it into trans. Uh, uh, bring it over to Transformers. Either make it a Transformer, or you know somehow work it into the Transformers toy line. Uh, and it has to make sense. Go. Baby, I mean, you know, you could say G.I. Joe all day no, and night. No, a single toy. And, a single you know, toy. Not, not I mean, anything in G.I. Joe, up and down, left and right, all day and night, 24-7. You can, you can do that. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take G.I. Joe out of the equation because it's too easy. Oh, man. Um... The first thing that comes to mind is the Batwing. Nice. Like the the animated series Batwing, which was my favorite Batwing. Yeah, that's that's a good one. And he'd he'd be he'd be Batman. Batman like character. He'd be out there on his own. Uh, hey, you know what? That could be Devcon. Or I think he- Devcon, Depth Charge from Beast Wars, you know, he's out there on his own. He's like I, I got to get Jokermas. Yeah. Hold on. All right. I have an idea. Don, I'm, I'm, go ahead. I think a Star Wars AT-AT, or A-T-A-T, whichever you pronounce it, as Trypticon, a big, lumbering, stomping beast to destroy everything in his path. <laughs> I think they did a, a transforming AT-AT, right? I, I, well, the small, a, a small figure. Yeah, but I'm, no. I'm saying... A, a Star Wars $150 yeah. ad ad. His and, alt mode is the ad ad. Yeah, but he's yeah. actually Trypticon. Don, Don. Trypticon, it's, but spelled T R I P T I C O N. I thought you were going to say the ad ad, but you painted to look like Supreme Cheetor. No, Trypticon. Cut his mic, drop his call. No Supreme Cheetor. No, but I'm serious. His his biggest he, weakness is cables and ice. But no, I'm saying <laughs> the Imperial Attack is one of the most formidable. It's probably the most formidable thing the Empire has. It's my favorite Star Wars vehicle. I mean, yeah. besides the Death Star or the Death Star Two. Well, or, okay. Or you know, Star Killer Base, or you know, a Star what? Destroyer, or or a Super Star Destroyer. <laughs> or like... Okay, but I'm just saying. An AT-AT painted as Trypticon, I think, would be, that's just, that would get me to buy a Star Wars toy, is if it, if it was, if his alt mode was an AT-AT. Or AT-AT. I know there's, I know there's just diversion in the fandom over which way you pronounce it. I, I'm, uh, I'm AT-AT all day and night. Uh, I don't like surprises, man. You put me on the spot. I said the Batwing. I don't know how I feel about it now, but. Uh, uh, so, you what's know, your answer? To- uh, toys from any line, and I'm going to keep it very close. One that I wish had made it into the Transformers line: uh, Brave X Kaiser's Dino Geist. <laughs> Would that be Megatron? That's, is that, that already? Is that a cop out though? I mean, no. Well, it's Brave. Yeah. That it's yeah, it's but it, it's. It, I said any toy from any line. And, and, it, not, and, and it never made it into the Transformers line. 
and it, it would be it would be a good Megatron in the right co- in the right colors. It could look pretty good. Heck, I mean, we could do a whole show on brave re- brave reimagined. It's like Guardian could be Inferno, Prowl, and Ratchet form Guardian, and they're you know they're you know we could do a whole show on using bringing brave toys over. But yeah, that that would make a good Megatron. I mean, you know, I I I have a Dino Geist, and you know that's I have to say that is one of my favorite toys of all time. I just love that freaking toy. I mean, it's fun to transform. It looks good. Uh, You know, his super jet mode is like really imposing. He's got a really cool looking uh, Dino Beast mode. And his robot mode looks freaking cool, you know. I, I just love it. I think, he, uh, and and it's already in the G one Transformer aesthetic, so he would have fit right in. I, I really lament the fact that it never made it into the Transformers line, and it is, and it's already a Takara product. So yeah. Hey, Duran, are we okay on time? Can we do one more question? Are we uh, okay we're we're at an hour and 40 minutes right now, but uh, sure, go right ahead. Tom, do you have a question? Yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with this. I mean, I, I'm not trying to run that, make the show run long, but I would love another crack or two with this. This is so much fun. Okay, Don, throw one out there. No, I mean, no, Rick, do the... Oh, oh, oh I thought you, okay. I thought you oh, had Oh, I thought okay. you were going to ask us another question. Oh, no, all right, I don't... I don't no, I'm just saying... You know what? You know what? Let's... Let the listeners ask one. Uh, the the next person yeah. to post it in the in the live chat on the YouTube channel, ask a question, and we will answer it. Oh, hopefully, we'll transformer related. <laughs> Keep it transformer related. Yeah. And no, Jar Jar Binks is not going to be a Supreme Cheetor figure. That that mold is is not. <laughs> that mold no, is I not thought you ate that toy. <laughs> All right, we're waiting. Come on, guys! I know you got one. Come on, I know. You, come on, guys! I'm watching the chat right now. Yeah, we're we're hit, watching it live. Hit us, guys! Give it, first person with a good question. Been burning it up the whole night here. Let's I'm gonna give Massey some food real quick while they're doing this. Right. I think he's. I, I do like Aries O83's uh, uh, idea to make this uh, the next version of this. Uh, through the uh, Rick use the audience participation, um, and also make this a Patreon thing too. You know, hmm. okay. Um, add a question that will be asked for yeah. X Y Z dollars. All right, Heath Hinton came in first. Uh, what eighty show would Transformers fit into? I don't understand the question. What eighty show? Would Transformers fit into as like, far take take like Family Ties and make them Autobots or <laughs> what is the um, well Demille White could do Blur. How do you how do you interpret that question? Did you how, hear how the question, Don? Don, did you uh, hear the question? Yeah, I heard it. I heard it. Uh, if Jaleel White could be a Transformer, what Transformer would he be? That's he'd, he'd be Blur. Well, no, I mean let's uh, let's just take it take it for the base question. Think of a TV show and just add Transformers, if they were real, into it. You know, live so action. Take, take live a TV action show from the 80s. Yeah. And uh, make, it, make it Transformers. Yeah. Basically, uh, interact, inter, interweave. Yeah. Put Transformers into an 80s show and make it work. I'm going to go with a low hanging fruit and say Airwolf. 
like it. I like it. I would have been. I'd be all over that. I mean, um, you know, I I would go with the Dukes of Hazard, and I would make uh, the General Lee be Cliff Jumper from Transformers Prime, played by the Rock. Oh, and and Boss Hogs Cadillac could be Megatron. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Caddy could be Megatron. Yeah, and then there's the police car. That's you know, that's all the that's Barricade or you know, Starscream. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. throw one out there. Uh, the A-Team. I'm going to uh, have the Autobots and the A-Team together and the Decepticons along with Colonel Decker. Mm. Uh, and remember, someone did someone did that tow line custom into the A-Team van all those years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't sure how to interpret that question. Uh, you know, I was like, you take... You take silver spoons, but they're transformers instead. Of- <laughs> Here we are, face to face on another planet. <laughs> like strokes, but like Dana Plato is a transformer. Uh, or, or hey, would, what you talk about, Megatron? <laughs> would Perfect Strangers be too late? Would, would that be like early? Yeah, that was late eighties, you know. I couldn't. I couldn't remember. It's been too long. Bosom buddies. It's uh, side swapping. So it's Traker. That's right, side swap. Well, I think it would be tracked <laughs> Don's losing his shit here. <laughs> Where they're on Cybertron, they're trying to make it as as two women, you know, Transformers, but they're as part of Alita. As part of Alita's one group. What? So what? One's an Autobot male. The other one's a Decepticon male. Watch how they try to work their way onto the other. <laughs> It's Bosom Buddies, starring Tracks and Knockout. <laughs> Laverne and Shirley Transformers. Thank you for joining us, everybody. Good. <laughs> All yeah. right, guys. Um, wow. Again, if you love what we do, check us out. Uh, go to our Patreon page. Uh, help us out each month. Uh, follow us on Twitter, at TFYLP. Anything new regarding the uh, the podcast um, or, or the cast or anything is always put up there first the best way to get in contact with me directly um if yeah, i'd uh, say the fall guy would work too you know make that truck oh yeah into trailbreaker absolutely and he's te- he's teaming up with uh lee majors to like do detective shit in california <laughs> he's like ah, i'm not fighting that war anymore Definitely. Like force field face now. Definitely. If uh, if you go to Ripped Apparel and get one of the great T-shirts that's available on Ripped Apparel, and if it's T-shirts, uh, any of the things that they actually offer on Ripped Apparel, if they if they don't already have a great um, uh, promotion going on, you can use the promo co- uh, code all capital letters TFYLP Pod, and you can save ten percent on your order at Ripped Apparel. So. Uh, please do that. Uh, and as always, check out our sponsor, CapturePrey.com. Great toys, great prices, great service. You can uh, save even more on free uh, on orders of $150 or more with free domestic shipping at CapturePrey.com. Um, guys, do you have any closing thoughts? I, I just I think this is something that really took off better than I, I was expecting. Anyway, we, we need to do this at least every other month. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it'll get too old if we do it too much. Yeah, but I really think this this was a lot of fun, and it, it makes makes Absolutely. you think on your feet. 
Should, should we throw a question out to listener, listeners and let them post on the on the Facebook page and the groups? Yeah, yeah. Go to uh, facebook.com slash groups slash TFYLP and uh, find the the thread for this uh, for this episode. And we'd love to hear your questions and uh, hear some of your answers to what we talked about here right. on the show. Uh, Here's our listener-exclusive question. Absolutely. You're in charge of rebooting Beast Wars. What is Rat Trap's new beast mode? You are in charge of rebooting Beast Wars. What is Rat Trap's new beast mode? Same okay. character. He's just a different animal now. Okay. Okay. I want. I'm going to pick him as platypus. So that's my choice. No one else can use that. <laughs> yeah. Post. Uh, post them on our Facebook group. Uh, we'd love to hear you. Uh, hear from you and see what your thoughts are on that. What, if you were to reboot Beast Wars and make Rat Trap a whole new character, what would he be? Definitely a beaver. <laughs> a beaver. <laughs> just like right. saying, I just like saying beaver. Oh, we all like beaver. Definitely. <laughs> Good night, everybody. All right, we'll see you next time on TFYLP. Good night, everybody. This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure, a presentation of TFTalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening and ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet and share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TFYLP. Email us at podcast at TFYLP.com. This is Paul Lighting, and on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. And we hope you'll join us next time for another TFYLP. Ha <laughs> ha!